What's up, guys? Welcome back to week five of the Clutch Picks podcast. We're going to go through a quick recap of last week. Some great plays on the board all around. I think we all did pretty well. Um, some of my big hits were the dogs, you know, Seattle, Browns, Baltimore was my lock of the week. I got them at plus money, money line right when they first came out. Indianapolis money line hit. Speaking of which, I'm going to do a quick rundown of the locks of the week in the 2v2s uh, right now. Locks of the week. Nico is two and zero. I'm two and zero. Jason is one and two, and Jock's got the goose egg on the board. Zero and two. We're gonna figure it out this week. Get it back on track. Another thing to note: two v twos. Nico and I have now taken somewhat of a commanding lead on the season. Two and zero already. I mean, if we could keep this train going, Nico, I think we're gonna be in great shape. Yep, yep, for sure. How was your week? Me and you pretty much tailed the same picks i was super heavy on the cowboys like i said in the last podcast i believe that their cowboys are super undervalued against the panthers who are beat up that was like my, my max bet i also had the uh i also took the seahawks i also took the browns the titans covering just a little small portion of that but other than that i think i went four and one of them that jock chippendale how'd you do Thanks for introducing me by my new nickname, everybody listening. My new nickname on this show is going to be Chip. It's self-proclaimed. It is self-proclaimed. We we might have it stick. We might not. I'm calling him Chipmunk, Chippendale. Um, Anything that comes to mind, chocolate chip cookie, I don't don't know. So basically my new name, my new name is Chip. My new name is Chip. So, yeah, Tom Brady really shafted me uh, last night. Not going to lie. He was my max bet. I had him covering. He went into Foxborough. And he looked like he belonged to be in a retirement home. He sucked and he lost me money. We'll see how it goes. Whatever. Lost another max bet. Another pick of the week. Coming back stronger this week. All right. Just so we're clear, by max bet, you mean lock of the week, right? Not, not your, yeah. you're not maxing your bankroll out on them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Jason, how about you? I mean, listen, the Dallas Cowboys covered the four and a half and fucking shit on the Carolina Panthers. Like all of us predicted, that was a max play for me, and I hit that. And I also hit a nice little six and a half point teaser with the Chiefs and the Bucks. So I came out um, positive to say the least. Great weekend. Nice. Yeah, I kind of broke even a little. You know, I had some chalky plays for sure. Uh, if you listen to last week, obviously you could hear me talk about those. But uh, I was just happy that a lot of the the value plays I had hit. So. All right, moving on. We're going to get right into it here. Uh, so, Jason, you're up first. First game on the slate is not the Thursday night game. We're going to talk about that in a bit. Obviously, it is someone's lock of the week. I will say it's not Jason's. I know he's been on the Rams the past two weeks as locks. It is not Jason. So, for the first game we're going to go over, we have the Jets at Atlanta, although technically it is in London. So, basically, no one's home. But figuratively, Atlanta Falcons are the home team. We have Falcons minus three and a half, over unders 45, 46, and 46 and a half. And Unibet, DraftKings, and FanDuel. Jay, what do you got? Just happy they're sending the shit teams over to London to play football games over there. Um, I mean, who the hell wants to watch the Falcons and the Jets? Everyone's going to be hung over Sunday morning, probably not going to be watching that one. But I mean, I. I guess everyone has to take the Falcons here, minus three and a half. The Jets just came off a pretty emotional victory versus a good team in the Titans. I think the Falcons come out and play them well and throw it all over the yard and get a win in London. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on this one. Falcons are um, gaining some steam on offense. 
And Zach Wilson, I just don't see Zach Wilson having two good games straight, especially this young and traveling all the way to London. I'm definitely going to take the Falcons minus three and a half. I think this is this. I think Nico touched on something that Zach Wilson's got to get on a plane and go to London and try to win a, a football game. Too much for a rookie to handle. I'm with you guys. I got Atlanta just because there's too much on his plate and he won't win the game. And I don't think he'll cover either Atlanta with the points. Wow. Okay. So this is going to be unique. We have our first kiss of death on the first game we introduce. Uh, I'm going to be on Atlanta too. I think you guys covered all the reasons why here. I think Zach Wilson did play well against the Titans, although they were fucking very beat up. So, you know, good for him. They were missing three guys. Don't be dramatic. They just played fucking terrible. They were missing three of their most important players besides Ryan Tannehill. It doesn't matter. It's the Jets. You lose to the Jets, you'd be fucking ashamed of yourself. Okay, Jason's just upset because him and Nico are going at it about the Dolphins game and the Titans game all in the chat, just to clarify for everybody. Uh, so I'm going to be on Falcons minus three and a half here for sure. Uh, I think they're playing well. I like the way they're playing. And Calvin Ridley's on my fantasy team, so let's hope he gets some points. Next game, we have Detroit at Minnesota. Minnesota minus seven and a half. Over-under is at 48 and a half and 49 and a half in DraftKings and FanDuel. Jock, this one's you. What are you thinking? Sorry, Chip. Chip, this one's you. Chip. What are you thinking? Uh, thanks, Cor. You know, we talked a lot about dragging our nutsack across Kirk Cousins' face, and I think that conversation might come to an end. This game gives me, like, real Thanksgiving vibes. I think it's going to be close, but I, I think I think just the ground game and Kirk Cousins' you know, ability to move the ball down the field is going to be too much for Detroit. I think Detroit has an okay offense. It's just that defense just really isn't respectable. And I think the second half, Minnesota kind of flexes their muscles on them uh, and shows them just who's the better team and ability to pull away in the second half. So I got Minnesota winning this one. Probably take them, take them to cover. I'd probably take them all the way up to 10 as well. I got you. I'm actually going to sit on this line. I will not bet this game unless it gets down to – Seven for a push, six and a half. I could see it coming down. I think a lot of people are going to bet Detroit at plus seven and a half, but at the same time, that you know that is a, a common spread, and I don't like that hook there. So I'm not going to touch it. If it gets to six and a half, I'm going to take the Vikings. Although I do foresee them winning by more than a touchdown, just not very comfortable with it right now. Maybe I'll throw half a unit on it regardless just to have some skin in that game. So I feel like watching it for a little. Yeah, Corey, I actually totally agree with you. I was about to say that. You kind of toot that right there. Six and a half is definitely might would be a favorable bet for me, especially seven and a half. That hook just scared me. I took a seven and a half last week and it just did not pan out. I'm kind of scared of these seven and a halves recently. So I'm going to send this game two, and hopefully it does drop to six and a half or seven. I'll be happy with a push. I, I honestly have no interest in this game. It's something I just won't touch. I think the Vikings ultimately win the game. The choice plays too inconsistent right now. They played the Ravens tough. They played the Packers well for a half. And then Sunday, you know, they just shit the bed, and they were just awful. So I'm just one I'm not touching here. Yeah, Jay, that's a great point. They are all over the fucking place right now, so – um, there's some more insight that I totally agree with. Moving on, we have Miami at Tampa Bay. Nico, this one's yours. 
massive spread. Tampa Bay minus 10 and a half. Over under is 47 and a half. And FanDuel 48 in DraftKings. What are you thinking here, Nico? I mean, just Tampa Bay secondary is horrible right now. Richard Sherman does not belong on the field right now. He looked horrible too. They someone else just got injured during the Patriots game. But on the other side of football, I mean, Brissett is probably the worst quarterback behind Davis Mills right now in the NFL. Yeah, I think he has no confidence right now. Dolphins cannot run the ball. Ten and a half just kind of scares me too much. So I think this is kind of a value play for me. I think I'm going to take ten and a half Dolphins. That makes sense to me. I agree with you, and I'm going to tell you. I was talking about this game about a half hour ago with Jason, and if you watch that Dolphins-Colts game over, Dolphins' only two touchdowns were in five minutes in the fourth quarter, and it's because Brissett decided to just huck the ball up in the air down to fucking Devontae Parker and Wolf Fuller. And I mean, Dolphins have, I think, one of the best receiving cores in the league. I don't think they have, obviously, one standout guy necessarily, but altogether, I think they have maybe the, the most solid three or one of the most solid three groups of receivers in the league. And if there is a team that, that has a worse secondary than the Colts, it's going to be Tampa Bay, especially right now. So I think Brissett watches that film and says, hey, if I just fucking throw this ball up in the air, I've got a 75 80% chance of one of my guys coming down with it just because they're simply better athletes than who they're lining up against at that line of scrimmage. So. I agree. I think this is going to be a lot closer game than everybody thinks. You know, I told Jason, <laughs> I'm not even going to repeat it because it's just so crazy. So you could kind of see what I was talking about. There. Ahead, let it rip, buddy. Let it rip. I, I could see. No, I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> Dolphins 10 let, rip. Is, let it rip. Dol- Dol- it. Dolphins plus 10 and a half as far as I'm going with this one. Listen, I am done with those fucking bozos after Sunday's performance. I'm done. This is a game I'm not touching. Until Jacoby Brissett is not quarterback in that goddamn team, I'm not betting on him. It, it was just a disaster. I think what Corey was trying to let off the tip of his tongue was that he thinks the Dolphins could win this game. True? Not true? Uh, my silence is your answer. Um, yeah, so Corey I, do, I, you know, I do, Jay. I, I, honest to God, I do. Uh, I think I think Tampa Bay's secondary is just such a fucking liability. Mac Jones with his checkdowns. Went toe to toe with Tom Brady. If Brissett just fucking throws the ball up in the air, it's going to get caught. That, that's what we saw. I was nervous at the end of that game. If he just throws the fucking rock in the air, it's going to get caught. It's going to get caught. I could, I, sorry, I could see it. Listen, I, I, I agree, but at the same time, I just want to watch the damn game Sunday and not worry about losing money on it. I'm not touching this one. I hope they win, obviously, but I mean, I think Tampa Bay is going to drop a deuce on them. Yeah, so Tom Tom Brady, show, I think I think Tom Brady showed a little age. I mean, he became the all time leading passer, everything. But I I think he showed some age. And people are saying weather was involved, but that guy's been around the league too much for that to that impact his game so much. I I thought Tom Brady didn't play as well as he should have, and that Dolphins secondary's got to be respected. But it just sucks that Jacoby Brissett is the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins because he does really blow at the sport of football. Uh, and, and I don't trust – I don't trust – seriously, the Bucks are going to put a lot of heat on him. They're going to blitz the balls off of him, and I know that secondary is weak. They did it to Mac Jones too. He got the ball out quick, came out hot, uh, and they were disciplined with that blitz. So I think the, the Bucks blitz the living balls off them. 
10 seems right. I got, I got the Bucks in a comeback victory. Tom's back in Florida. Uh, should be dry there. Uh, should be back to his old self if all these reporters are saying it's because of the weather. So go with them, I guess, and go with dry hands, Tom, uh, to blow out the Dolphins. Um, like I said, this is not – I'm telling everybody, do not tell me on this. I will sprinkle Dolphins' money line, maybe point two units, just <laughs> just to see what happens. Obviously, it's not going to fucking hit. I mean, you got ridiculous um, fucking value, though, Corey. So I, I, I know. That's, that's the thing. And I think if Brissett wants to stay on a team in the NFL, he's going to have to win a game. <laughs> I'm not yeah, kidding. Seriously. I don't, Dude, I'm not kidding. Uh, I think the way he just played against the Colts, the only thing that even keeps him on it, I mean, dude, what the fuck? He's, uh, that was so I, – I, I feel bad for you watching that game um, just because if that was Tua – that game was over at halftime, potentially, if the Colts don't come back. I just, Brissett did not impress me. I had to live with them for two years as a starter with the fucking Colts, at least for a year. So I know your pain, but let's move on. <laughs> Next game on the slate, we have Philly at Carolina. Carolina minus four, minus three and a half. And FanDuel over-under is 44, 45, 44 and a half. This is my game. I actually, not surprising, have the Panthers here coming off a loss at home. This is going to be kind of an interesting game because they both lost to the Cowboys, but I think the Panthers, again, coming off a loss. Uh, I'm going to take them in FanDuel, three and a half if I could get them now. I could see that line actually coming up. I think they win by a touchdown. Not much more to say. I think their defense is is good. I think their defense is going to play well against Hurts, and I don't think Philly's defense will be able to stop the league-leading rusher in Sam Darnold for rush TDs. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with all the mess heads that are Panthers fans, too. <laughs> I, I, I am not a fan of this Eagles team this year. This coach is a complete fucking moron. Sirianni is just horrible at what he does. Him and Matt Nagy should both get canned immediately, but that's – more to talk well, about later we'll, on when we talk about we'll, the Bears. Yeah, we'll wait with Matt Nagy. We're, we're going to wait with Matt Nagy. But, um, yeah, I'm going to tell you on this, I hate Ben the Panthers, but this is just too good to be true, this spread right now. I'm going to take the meth three and a half handle right For now, sure. too. For sure. Nico's going to the meth lab. No, I got the Eagles here. I think Sirianni is an idiot. He's a moron. He doesn't, believe, doesn't belong in the NFL. But the Eagles surprise you every once in a while. Yeah, this um, is not then. No, this is them. They're going to win this game. I got Eagles money line. They're one and three. They really, I don't think they have a shot at winning the division, but they just pull some stupid shit. Like, at, usually against an NFC South team, they beat the Saints at home. I know they're going to Carolina. They beat the Saints at home last year, no crowd and everything. I think Jalen Hurts, people are really trashing Jalen Hurts. I just think Nick Sirianni's a dumbass, and I think he has talent. And Devonta, Devonta Smith had a nice week last week. I, I got the Eagles here. I really think it's a nice value play. You probably get them at plus one eighty five, plus one eighty, probably all the way down to one seventy. Probably closer. more than that. Yeah, I mean, I I like the value play. I think the Carolina Panthers are being very overvalued right now. They're they're a three and one football team, but you're I think closer to the end of the year, that's going to mellow out. I think these teams are very evenly matched, and I think the Eagles are the are the better team. Potential for yeah. another two v two. Uh-oh. Jock, I'm with you, brother. Yeah! Eagles money line 
but I mean, this is kind of my fuck it play of the week. I can't say this is the 2v2 because I don't love it. Okay. Okay. But I, fair. I can't bet the fucking cocksucking Panthers. I can't do it. Yeah, like those, I, I mean, meth head Panthers fans. This is a game I, I would rather stub my toe repeatedly than watch this game. <laughs> I don't care about either team. I hate the Panthers, and believe it or not, the Cowboys were absolutely blowing the Panthers off the fucking field. They rallied late. The Cowboys oh, yeah. were playing defense, and I think the Eagles they can find a way to win this game. But I mean, a, a lot of garbage time TDs in that game. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you're saying, yeah. I'm definitely riding with Jock, but this I don't think this could be the 2v2 because I don't feel great about it, but I also fucking hate the Panthers okay. so much I will not bet on them. We're okay, going no, tits up, buddy. Tits no, up. No 2v2. I, I tell, I'll tell you what. I will sprinkle a little on Moneyline because I think it is going to be a great value play. I mean, maybe half a unit. I might have a unit or a unit and a half on, on Carolina, and then just as a backup, you know, maybe do – Maybe do Eagles money line. I could see that happening for sure. So. And w- one more thing, not to interrupt you, Corey. This just oh, came up. Right? That that jerk off Rudy did say he's got the Panthers minus 13 and a half this week. Just to put that out there for our listeners. Another dumbass take from a Dude, Rudy team. also but fucking texted on, you. Corey. What did he say? He texted you and said that he's going to unleash hell when we were wrong about the Cowboys. And Panthers. Oh, yeah. yeah. And look what he the really fuck happened. Look what the fuck happened. <laughs> They got fucking smoked. Stomped it and fucking dumbass. And he paid Nico's hundred bucks. Nico, yeah, they, talk they, about they, that one. Yeah, go ahead, Nico. You got. I mean, dude, it's there. just it's just like he was talking this shit for like yeah. what was it, a whole ass week. I was like, dude, this is just the easiest bet for me. Like, how I I, I could I would love to put more on it, but dude, I don't want to take that much. I know I know you like you don't have like that crazy amount of money, but I just don't want to take that much money off you. A hundred dollars is okay. So I'm just going to sprinkle that on I mean, it. He, he, he bets $2 on every game he bets anyway. So, you know, Nico, yeah, you might as well take him while you could. Yeah. Poor Rudy. Well, Poor Rudy. Just kinda, just kind of, just kind of feel bad about Remember, taking his hundred, but we, like, you gotta do what you gotta do. Say, we did say Panthers fans do have a little <laughs> meth problem. They do have a meth and problem. And he might need to call a doctor with his 13 and a half comment <laughs> yeah. again. And, and I feel bad for Rudy. Comment. I feel bad for Rudy. Well, uh, well, why don't you go buy him a box of chocolates then, Court? Actually, you're right. I don't feel bad for him. <laughs> he had that one coming. He goes, I'm going to unleash hell. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, oh, my God, that. Rudy, what are you doing? All right. So next game on the slate, we have Tennessee minus four at Jacksonville. Over-unders 48 and a half all across the board. Spread stays the same. Jock, chip. Whatever the fuck you want to be called, <laughs> Jack. This is your game. Jackass, call him Jackass. Jackass, this is your game. <laughs> Urban Myers in the club cheating on his wife. <laughs> Urban yeah. Myers got it going on. He's got a young quarterback, and they're grinding on him. He's like he's back in college again. He's got the club cheating on his wife. Urban Myers about to get. Fired? Is he going to be in the Matt Nagy situation soon? We're going to get fucking Meyer, sued. <laughs> Urban Meyer, Nick Sirianni, and whatever the fuck his name is, he's done. This is going to be the fire Urban Meyer game. This is it. Derrick Henry is going to take Urban Meyer in his hand and throw him through the back of the end zone and say, that's it for you. You're, and he's going to get fired after the game. Jason called Matt Nagy's firing, but he won. We'll get to Matt Nagy. Urban Meyer's gonna get blown out in this game, and you're gonna see you're gonna see the end of Urban Meyer in the NFL. This is it. Urban Meyer will get fired next week. Well, 
Urban Meyer, that whole Urban Meyer situation. Um, I agree with you. He was actually going crazy at the club. <laughs> I have Titans covering. Was it minus four and a half? Four, just minus four. That's. I think that's a super. I know they played bad. They always Titans always have one or two bad games per year. Last year they lost against the Bengals in the same week, and I just think the Titans come back. They they usually do not lose two games straight, and I just think. The Titans own the Jags. They've been owning the Jags. I think this is going to be a blowout, too. Yeah, I agree with you. This is a disrespectful spread for the Titans. I know, Nico, like you said, they just lost to the Jets. That just means they're going to come out that much harder. I also see them covering. Jock, I heard a little, like, I was listening to a podcast this morning, and they brought up a a great point that maybe Urban Meyer is doing this because he wants to get fired and go coach USC. Isn't it awesome? People have the best jobs in the world, and they want to get fired. I mean, what? Dude, I don't. Dumb, I don't, what I don't think. Ass. I don't think this Jags coaching job is the best job ever, dude. Like I mean, he he's already won so much in college. Like, why go back to college? Like, you have such a legacy there. Like, dude, you, they're you yeah, they're le- gods. They're gods, dude. But he left college. He retired. He didn't want to do it anymore, and he took a job in the NFL. Why go back to college, dude? You cheated on your wife. You ruined your career. Like. Not proven yet. Like, come on, man. Like, Urban Meyer, go have fun, man. Dude, go live your life. You don't need to go back to college. I guess. I am not not touching this game. Unless I get word that Julio uh, Julio Jones or A.J. Brown are playing. There's no way. I'm just not interested in the game. Not enough to put some money on it. I think Trevor Lawrence showed flash of the good stuff on Thursday night versus the Bengals. I think... I personally think the Titans defense stinks and he could put up some good numbers and it could be a field goal game. So it's just not something I'm going to bet on. All right. Next game on the slate, we have new England minus nine and a half at Houston over unders 39 and a half 40 on DraftKings. Jay, what do you got? Uh, I'm jumping on this one immediately at minus nine, new England. Um, David Mills, as long as he's playing quarterback for the Texans, I will be betting against them until I turn fucking blue in the face. Um, I don't know how long Tyrod Taylor's out for, but they need him back badly. Um, New England, we watched them just harass Tampa Bay's offense uh, Sunday night. And I imagine what the fuck they're going to do to David Mills, who's a rookie and who might be the only quarterback that is worse in the league than Jacoby Brissett. New England covers this spread very, very easily. You know, I was not going to touch this game until you started talking and then, now I'm kind of questioning why I was never going to touch it. I know nine and a half is a lot of points, but like you said, uh, this guy is playing fucking Mario Kart, not football. So I agree with you. I'm going to kind of just maybe just a unit on the Patriots. Not much more to say here. They just lost fucking 40 nothing to the Bills. So I think New England is 25% what the Bills are. So New England covers by 10 for sure. I do not think that Davis Mills would have been starting in the XFL right now, let alone the NFL. He might be the worst quarterback I've ever witnessed at starting. So I'm definitely with you on this one. I'm going to take the Patriots nine. Texans cannot score right now. They obviously cannot run the ball against his Patriots defense. And Davis Mills is at the helm. That's really all you have to think about during this game. And, and his neck is three feet long. Yeah, and his neck is just super long. And giraffes cannot play football, and he is a giraffe. Do not. He play plays football. quarterback like he's a fucking animal. Exactly. He, he he's he's really bad. 
if you have a bad quarterback in this league right now, you are not going to win football games. I'm, I'm with Nico. I'm with Nico. Uh, I I think pencil neck gets that thing snapped in half this week. Jesus Christ! Yeah, they don't <laughs> they don't have enough guys to score points. Seriously, I mean, you got pencil neck throwing a host, sixty-seven year old Mark Ingram and and Brandon Cooks who who's better pencil off. Neck. It's true. I mean, he is. He sucks. He. It's the only way he sees over the offensive line. He just perks that thing up and throws it. It's like, like, it's it's like a fucking turtle. He can snap it out. Yeah, here it comes. Here comes Davis Mills in his elongated neck. I think um, him and Rudy in the same boat, they're both going to get trashed next week. And uh, that's how it's going to go. That's okay. how it's going to go. Patriots are going to beat the shit out of them. All right. Pencil necks. We know how you feel about people with long necks. So. Uh, <laughs> Next game on the slate, we have Chicago at Las Vegas. Chicago plus five and a half. So Raiders minus five and a half, minus six in DraftKings. Over-under is 45 and a half in FanDuel, 46 in DraftKings. This is my game. We all know how I feel about the Raiders at home. The Bears fucking suck away. I'm expecting Jock to jump in here anytime and cut me off about how ugly Matt Nagy is. So let me be quick. Raiders at home. Raiders cover. I have them winning by at least a touchdown. Not much more to say. Matt Nagy better hope to God Urban Meyer doesn't get fired because Urban Meyer is one handsome son of a bitch, and we saw what happens when Urban Meyer goes out. Matt Nagy ain't going to get into that club. He ain't going to be able to sit next to Urban Meyer. They can't get fired at the same time. You can't go golf at the same golf courses. It's just not going to happen. You got to hope to God Matt Nagy wins this week. Because if he doesn't win, this is what it's got to happen. He's got to hand over everything to the assistants. He's got to hand over the playbook to the assistant coaches and tell them he basically needs to fire himself in order to keep his job. You were just telling us, isn't that what he pretty much did last week? Yeah, basically. And he still took credit for it. I mean, that guy is the biggest asshole in the whole league. He oh, my is. God. <laughs> He's an asshole because he finally... Gave the playbook to the OC, and we saw a little bit of Justin Fields that we didn't see last week. I mean, it wasn't pretty, but he still he showed a little a lot of grit, and I thought he ran the offense well. And Matt Nagy took credit for that, and I didn't like that. And he's ugly, and he's a jackass, and he's going to get fired, and he's going to be sitting on the curb waiting for mommy and daddy to pick him up because Urban Meyer is going to be in the club getting that ass. So, Jock, I'm going to guess you're on Raiders to cover here. Yes, okay. I am. <laughs> and Matt Nagy gets fired. Two firings. Wow. I'm going to keep calling that until he gets fired. Well, then it doesn't count. You can't just say it every fucking no, week. He Obviously, will. it's going to happen. He will. The only way he's getting fired, he came out and said today, if Andy Dolan's healthy, he's the starting quarterback of the Bears. Yeah, what a if fucking that happens, If that happens and the Raiders take a shit on them, he's gone. Before he even gets on the plane, they're going to make him walk home to fucking Chicago. <laughs> he's 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 going to be calling an Uber. I don't know if if Fields plays. What is it? Four and a half, five and a half, just five and a half. Just something that I don't I don't want to put money on. It's something I I'm just not going to end up betting. Yeah, but I think the Raiders end up covering. 
if Andy Dalton plays easily. And I think Justin Fields just adds a little extra dynamic to their offense that can make things interesting. Sure. So I'm well, not like touching that. it. But I what like offense, but Jay, what offense do you think they're going to get? You think you're going to get Matt Nagy's offense? Well, listen, the or, guy who called plays Sunday, Bill Lazor, is a bigger dumbass than Matt Nagy. He's well, not listen, much better. What do you expect? Matt Nagy probably hired him. Dumbasses <laughs> hire dumbasses. He's probably ugly too. He's probably just like a walking. He's probably like a walking Bill, Bill Lazor ain't bad. Bill he's a handsome. He's a handsome stum bitch. He's not bad. All right. Well, um, I'm probably on the Raiders here too, especially if the, uh, David Montgomery got hurt at the end of the last week's game. If they don't, if the Bears don't have a run game, they don't have any game. So I'm going to hammer. I'm actually going to hammer the Raiders in this one. Love minus it. six, minus six and a half, whatever it is, under a touchdown, I'm definitely going to take it. Montgomery's the heart and soul of that offense right now. And if he's hurt, they don't, I don't think there's any diagnosis to see if it's an ACL. I saw he tweeted that um, God is good. So I'm guessing it's not an ACL. So that's that's actually really good, but I still think he's not going to play this week. So if the heart and soul of their team's not playing this week, I am definitely going to take the Raiders. Huge money. All right. Sounds good. I like that play, Nico. I also, Jason, kind of like your play, this game could go either way for sure. It all depends on who's fucking calling the plays. And I do think the Raiders come out with a cover, though. Just like Jock said, I think they win by a touchdown. So if you get an under seven, go ahead, take it. I like that for sure. Raiders at home, everybody knows they're they're one of my, my favorite teams at home. So fading the Bears here. Next game on the slate, we have Cleveland Browns minus one in FanDuel, plus one in DraftKings. Over-under is 49.5, 50. They're at Los Angeles Chargers. Nico, this is your game. Walk us through it. This is going to be an absolute great game. This is a type of game where you just want to sit back and enjoy. You're going to watch the Browns run game, and then you're going to watch Justin Herbert just completely ball out. Two good defenses, but... How I'm looking at this game right now is it's if there is two possessions left and it's tied, it's going to be Baker versus Justin Herbert. And everyone is probably going to go with this on this one too. You're going to take Justin Herbert 100% of the times against Baker. I think Baker is very overrated. Their wide receiving core is not very good. I think Herbert's just going to be too much for this game. And I think the Chargers will cover here. But this is going to be a very great football game. I actually think this one is a fairly easy bet. I think the Browns the Browns are plus one, right? Well, it's a pick em. It's a pick Okay. I like the Browns' money line. I think they're going to choke the clock real good and force Herbert to play a little bit quicker than he wants to be because he's going to be sitting on the sidelines and that play clock's going to begin. It's going to be shrinking and shrinking, shrinking. He's going to come out and try to force a big time throw, and he's going to do a stupid fucking turnover, and it's going to ultimately cost him the game. Um, Herbert's still developing. He's not the fucking cream of the crop like everybody thinks he is. He needs another year or two. Yeah, he played well in Arrowhead or whatever, but the Browns are going to come out and just methodically whip the fucking Chargers' ass up and down the field with the run game. What's his face? Uh, Kenneth Murray, I think his name is. They're starting. Middle linebacker, he's just went on the IR, so they're going to struggle stopping the run. This is a perfect game for an arbitrage bet, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. Right now, you could get, I mean, I'm probably just going to tease that lineup. I'm going to take Chargers minus 2.5 and, and then Browns minus 2.5. And, 
Either way you do it, it's going to be about plus 140 odds. I'm going to put maybe a unit on both just in case it falls in that two-point, one-point category uh, or a tie. But other than that, I'm just going to enjoy watching this game. I think it could go either way. I think the Browns' run game is awesome. I think if Baker starts clicking with those wide receivers and they start playing better, I think they're going to win. Uh, But if they play like they played against Minnesota, I think they're going to lose. So a lot of possible outcomes here. Still an opportunity to make money if you can get the odds from different books. But other than that, this is just going to be a great fucking game to watch, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm impressed with I'm impressed with Cleveland. I really am. I, I think they that defense showed a lot of guts against Minnesota, and they they needed to win that game early on in the season uh, to go three and one. That's big for them. And I think Baker really finds himself this week. I'm with Jay Herbert, still a developing guy, and he really hasn't seen that much. I know he's up there, and you know he's a he's an elite quarterback. But Baker and the Browns and that ground game is a lot to handle and it's going to be game managed by Cleveland in the experience of Baker and the game management and that their ability to run the football effectively uh, is going to, is going to change the game. And I got, I got the Browns in a pick them here. I think that's a very good pick. Uh, They'll control this game. Okay. All right. Moving on. We have the New York giants at the Dallas Cowboys minus seven all across the board. Over-unders, 52.5 in both DraftKings and FanDuel. Jock, this one's yours. What are you taking here? Giants Giants played well in the second half against the Saints that it won them a football game, and, and that's what you need to do. That defense stepped up. They were in a hole in the second half, and they dug themselves out of it. That offense found its legs with a little tempo, and they looked good. It looked like a, the Giants team uh, that nobody expected as an 0-3 team. Uh, but then on on the other hand, they got the Cowboys coming into town who look like a well-oiled machine and Dax back and better than ever. And, you know, the Saints are an okay team. They're, they're going to be an average team in the NFL. But I, I really think the Cowboys, they're going to win that division. And I think they're going to do some damage in the playoffs. Uh, I think the Giants shocked people with the the, week, the win last week. And, and they're not going to shock the NFL again and make, make this division a cluster. I think Cowboys are four and zero against the spread this year. They're going five and zero. Uh give me give me the Cowboys with the points. I love it. I agree. Um, you know, obviously we're at risk here of the they're minus seven. Obviously we're at risk of forfeiting that, but I think if I think enough people are actually gonna bet the Giants here that that spread will eventually work its way down to six and a half and then we double up there. Um, I like that. You know, right now, Cowboys minus seven is minus 105. So basically, the trends are going towards the Giants, which is a good sign for us Cowboy betters. Um, I agree with everything you said there. Cowboys 4-0 against the spread, about to be 5-0. I don't see how they don't cover this game. That's all I have to say. Like I said, the previous two weeks, the Cowboys are the most undervalued team in football. I still believe it. They are probably should be 13 and a half point favorites against this Giants team. This Cowboys offense is probably a top three offense with their two dynamic running backs that they have with their wide receivers and how Dak is using their tight ends in the red zone. This is one of the most scariest offenses in the league right now. And I do not think Daniel Jones will have could, could even hang on to any sort of lead 
with the Cowboys probably scoring every single drive against this Giants defense. I have the Cowboys covering by a landslide once again, and I'll keep betting the Cowboys until they prove me wrong. I hate to sound like a broken record, but I, I really don't have a side on this one unless I can get the Cowboys <laughs> minus six and a half. If I can get the Cowboys minus six and a half, absolutely. I just feel like the NFC East, it's always fucking highly contested, down-the-wire type of games, no matter who's the dominant team or who's not the good team or whatever. I just think, I don't know, if I can get Dallas six and a half, I'll jump on it. But this is just another one I'm going to sit out. I definitely won't be betting money on this one. I just think the Cowboys are so much better than every single team in the NFC East right now. Last week against the Eagles, or two weeks ago against the Eagles, the Cowboys just beat the Chev up and down the field. And I just think that this Cowboys team is just so superior to every single NFC East team right now. And they might sweep that division six and zero. Uh, no, you got a good point, but I don't know. I just, the way the history shows, it's just, everything's fucking always down to the wire. And it's just not something I feel great about. Next game. We have San Francisco at Arizona. Arizona's minus five and a half over under is 50 and a half. Kind of even across the board. You could find them at 50. Jason, this one's you. Who are you taking here? I'm on San Fran Moneyline. Um, I feel like every time I watch the Cardinals and they're playing at home, I feel like they're in a fucking nail-biter or they're losing to somebody they shouldn't be losing to. Um, and the Cardinals are home here again. San Fran's last two straight. I think they're going to come in pissed off. Trey Lance is probably going to get the start. Um, I, he's a mobile quarterback, and he can make some big plays with his arm. I just think the fucking 49ers find a way to get it done versus Arizona and they take their first L of the season. Yeah, this is actually a value play for me too. I'm definitely going to jump on a San Fran money line. I'm not going to put too much on it, but I just think the Cardinals are due for a loss right now. They've emotional, a very emotional win last week against the Rams. Just beat them up and down the field. And I just think they might maybe semi-sleepwalk through this game. I think the Niners will run the ball all over them, and Trey Lance is going to have a good day too. So I'm definitely going to hop on Niners' money line just to sprinkle on it though. I I was going to take Cardinals spread, but you guys are scaring me here. Right now I'm staying away from it. Obviously I can't make up my mind. If this drops to minus five for the Cardinals, I think I'll take it for the Cardinals to cover. I love that you guys are fucking taking San Fran money line though. Um, you know I love... I love underdogs. I mean, that's where you make your money. So everyone knows by now, too, I'm just so high on this Cardinals team. They won my first lock of the week, and they fucking ravaged me this week when I took the Rams. So I just I think they're playing some great fucking football. Kyler Murray's playing unreal. Looks like that future is in great shape. So if I take anything, it will be Cardinals spread. If I could get them at five, if not, another good game that I could pay attention to in the afternoon slate. Corey, another factor for me was last year, I believe Arizona started 4-0 as well. And then the wheels kind of slowly start to fall off. So okay, I think okay. they're just due for a sh- I just think they're due for a shit game. Yeah, I, I, I mean, they are the better team, no question, but they're just due, man. They're due. They, I mean, they obviously they just smoke the best team in the division. They're just okay, due well, for a well, loss. Now that, now, that, now that you and Nico both said that, that they're just due for it, I'm definitely going to take them spread. <laughs> I'm, 
I'll play lone wolf. I'll play. I'll play lone wolf here. I, I think the Cardinals are playing great football. I thought they showed a lot of guts going down early, coming back, taking the lead, and and, and really commanding the football game. Um, I, I think Kyler Murray's coming into his own. I, I think he's having an MVP like uh, season so far, and it, it's tough to argue against it. Five is the spread. I could see it coming down to four and a half. It's and- at five and a half now. Is that five and a half? All right, yep. so it could come down to probably five. Mate, get down to four and a half right before kickoff if if everybody has if everybody has these takes the value played in San Fran. I just don't see it that way. I don't see it that way. They're three and one against the spread, four and zero oh on the year. Give me give me the Cardinals on the on the, with the money. Uh, I'll go on the spread five and a half, probably five two. Yeah, I, think I just going to win this game at home. I just wanted to clarify that me saying I'll take them spread after Jason Nico said they're only taking San Fran because the Cardinals are due for a loss. That was me saying I'm taking the Cardinals spread, just so everyone's aware. It, it, normally, uh, it's this Nico is not, and I. This is not like something that like I'm I'm going to put a lot of money. Yeah, on yeah. This is this, yeah for sure game. Uh, I mean, it's just like it has. I think San Fran's a good football team, and I could see them winning this game. I just don't like either spread. So I'm I just I'm just kind of kind of going to say fuck it and just take put a little money on their money line. Moving on, we have one of my favorite fucking games of the week. It was going to be my lock of the week as a ballsy fucking play, but Nico talked me out of it. Buffalo at Kansas City at Arrowhead, Kansas City minus two and a half, minus three, over under is fifty six and a half, stagnant across the board. I was going to make my fucking lock Bills money line. A lot of value in that play. I think they are going to beat the Chiefs at home. I love this play. I'm going to take them spread. I'm going to take a money line. Last week was the first week that Chiefs covered in the last 12 games, and it was against the fucking Eagles. So I, I have the Bills winning this game. I'm going to bet the Bills money line. I'm going to bet the Bills spread at plus three. That simple. Corey, I'm with you on this one. I think the Bills doing this game too. The Bills outscored opponents in the last three games. 118 to 21. Yeah, absurd. Like, this defense looks unreal. This offense looks unreal. The Chiefs secondary is horrible. And I think Josh Allen has a career day against this defense. And I have the Bills money line here, too. Uh, yeah, not so fast. Not so fast with that one. Uh, this game, you got to get excited for. These offenses are going to be high flyers. Uh, and I like Mahomes in a shootout. I, I do think the Bills. I think the Bills might be the best team in football. I, I they are, they are really a, a dominant football team. Uh, they're going to be scary in the playoffs. This is going to be a playoff matchup. And I think honestly, Mahomes two and a half at home. They're struggling against the spread this year. They're they're one and three against the spread, and they and they need to beat a quality opponent. I think this is the quality opponent they beat and get trying to turn this around, get to three and two, kind of start flexing on on other teams in, in the league. Give me the give me the Chiefs minus two and a half. If it goes down any more, obviously I'm going to take it. Mahomes and that high flying offense, Cheetah's going to get going again, and, and they're gonna they're gonna win this game by a touchdown. Is this the two v two? I know that Jay fucking loves the Chiefs. Chalk, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> but I mean, I Buffalo's playing fantastic. But I mean, I think this is a game where fucking Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs they say, "Listen, we've been playing iffy for the past few weeks. 
and we're going to put the fucking Bills right back in their place and show them who's boss of the AFC. Every time the Bills have played versus the Chiefs, I mean, Josh Allen's coming a little bit wide-eyed. He's got the puppy dog eyes. He doesn't play too great. The Chiefs crowd's going to be fucking rocking. It's going to be Sunday night football. And the Chiefs are going to cover this spread in a nail-biter. And ultimately, the Bills are going to be put back in timeout, and they're going to have to wait their turn to the playoffs. I agree, Jay. We had a guy on. DRC said it himself. Arrowhead was the loudest outdoor stadium he's ever played in. Period. The guy played in the league. If it's going to be that loud, crowd's going to affect that spread. That that's. I think it shouldn't be two and a half. Should either pick them. I I don't know. It should be a pick them. I agree. It should be a fucking pick them. Should be a pick them. But. It, that crowd is going to affect that spread, and, and I'm going. I'm going with the Chiefs. I, I, there's no way they they lose this game at home, and if they win it, they're going to win it by more than three. All right. So just to recap, we have our two v two of the week. We'll take. I have their money line. I'm taking the points. I have give money me the, line. Give me too. the money line, baby. Oh, give well, me the we're money we're line. really just going to say fuck it and do. Give the me the money line. Winning. Really, we're going to give yeah, them give that it. much. Uh, you know dude. what? We are two and all. We we. Yeah. I mean, you know, if this it's, hits. It's, it's, if this yeah, hits, I mean, this is just going to be embarrassing for them. I mean, balls, I mean, it, it is a good bet. The, on the concrete, the Bills balls absolutely. Scraping. The Bills are the better team right now, but I mean, I. She's up thirty points. All right, fine, Nico. Fuck, fuck it. I'm, I'm with you too, buddy. Fine, Bills fuck money line. Bills. That's our fucking two v two. Yep. Fine, Let's I'm go. okay with it. Whatever. Sure. Fine. Okay. So just as a recap, Nico and I are two and zero on the two v twos. For all you listeners out there, I don't know if yeah, I saw Nico on the yard again this yeah morning, again so right yeah so yeah, so yeah, last two weeks yeah yeah I mean it, it just <laughs> Nico not... er, Nico's going into early hibernation <laughs> I he's got to fatten up a little baby. bit he's got to fatten up a little I'm a winner bit. dude that's all it is I'd, I'd love I'd love you guys are sore snowballs you guys are I'd sore love, losers I'd love to believe you guys but the fact of the matter is you know last week. I know everyone was so sure. Your YouTube were so sure with the Dolphins, and uh, Nico kind of brought me on board with that one too. He's bringing me on board with this one. If Job Jacoby uh, throws the fucking post, he's got guys <laughs> running wide open. I know. I said that earlier. I know. All I hear is all I hear is zero and two. That's all I really got to hear. Listen, you oh, said I was really sure about the Dolphins. I didn't want to go back. You could play the tapes. I said the Dolphins win if that Suns beaten down. It was and beaten down. It wasn't hot enough. It's it was 90 hot. degrees. Are you fucking crazy? It was it 90 wasn't, degrees. Uh, it wasn't hot Yes, it was. It, it was, was 90 degrees. degrees. It wasn't oh 100. Oh, my God. It wasn't Holy fuck. There it just wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't hot enough. That's, October that's, 2nd. Oh, or, I'm sorry. October 3rd, 90 fucking degrees. Not hot enough. Okay, Jack, Chip. We learned okay. our lesson. That fucking blockhead Brissett's playing quarterback. We're done. Never yeah. again. It, yeah. He sucks. And in the sun, beat on the wrong team. And okay. Brissett. Okay, we have our two v two. Fine, Nico's so confident. Talked me into taking Bills money line. Okay, I like it. I love the value. I'm gonna bet it anyway. So, whatever. Writing it down right now. We're on it. Next game on the slate, a game that I am not looking forward to. Prime time, fucking Monday night football. Indianapolis at Baltimore. I might go to this game. Actually, if I can, probably shouldn't. Don't want to. Ravens minus six and a half minus uh, Ravens minus seven DraftKings and FanDuel over under 47 in DraftKings and FanDuel. Nico, this one's yours. Take it easy on my boys, please. Yeah, Corey, if I were you, I wouldn't go to this game. Um, Lamar Jackson, have a field day. 
the Baltimore Ravens defense is going to play man like they always do. And you guys just don't have wide receivers that could get open. And again, I mean, how many, t- how many touches did Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor get last week? Touches, 18 touches. He had, yeah, over I mean, that was probably the most. Yards. He should have gotten 30, but I know, I agree. They're still not using Jonathan Taylor enough. And I just think that Lamar's going to have a freaking field day against this. Couldn't Colts agree team. More. I'm going to take Baltimore minus six and a half. And Corey, you should definitely stay away from that stadium. Yeah, I'm Corey, not. Part of me says save your fucking money and don't step foot in that stadium. But I'm telling you to get your ass inside that stadium and watch it. Cause yeah, the we Colts, get tickets they, for work. So I, I, can, yeah. I think, I, I don't think they're going to be that expensive. So get your ass in that stadium and, and watch the Colts get the living piss beat out of them. <laughs> There's one thing about there's one thing about Carson Wentz is that he pats that goddamn ball. I mean, the Dolphins, I mean, to be honest, in the first half were harassing that dumbass. He sees pressure and he just fucking puts the ball down and he curls over like a baby and he gets fucking thrown to the ground. How many That's times not I true. And, how many times I text and say Wentz is on his ass again? Once. That's not More true. Wentz, may, Wentz keeps times. plays alive. He's got a bump fucking ankle, and he's rushing from fucking third and ten and getting first downs against you guys. I don't know what the fuck game you were watching. What? Yeah, Are yeah, you, Corey. They, the Colts also played the Sisters of the Poor last week, so it was a That's fucking. True. It was an RPO, fucking zone read, and the Dolphins were not honoring Carson Wentz's ability to run because of his ankles, and he pulled it and ran for ten. That's okay, what ten. happened. Fine, fine. He still ran for 10 yards on a fucking high ankle sprain. Eh, fuck him. But um, get your ass in that stadium. I think Take so your beating like a man. Yep. And, uh, and, you know, maybe they cover the spread. Fuck it. You'll be in the stadium trying to hit some live bets. Yeah. Only thing I'm going to miss is obviously Big Q's on IR. So he's out for this week, too. My favorite player in the entire NFL. Obviously, I got his jersey and everything. So, of course, the one game that I'm able to go to right now. <laughs> my boy's not going to be there. So I really don't know how this one's going to play out. Last year, they beat us by fucking two touchdowns. I think it was 24-10 week nine. Actually, I know it was 24-10 week nine. Yeah, I'm not even going to try to convince you guys. I don't, I don't see, I don't see the Colts covering here. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> you guys I know do. my rule. I, I don't bet the game if I don't see the Colts winning or covering like majority of the time. And this is one of those where, uh, I think that if Taylor doesn't get over 25 touches, we're not going to win this game. And at this rate, his highest is 18. So I do not see us winning this game. Although Carson Wentz, I'm pretty sure, does not have a turnover in the first four games. Did he throw one interception? He has one. He has one pick. I think he has one interception. He has one pick. Last year, I think in the first four games, he had seven turnover-worthy plays. This year, I think uh, that's what it was. He has zero turnover-worthy plays, so I think the pick was like through his... He's still terrible, Corey. I mean, he's not going to be your quarterback very long. He's fucking bad. Wait, aren't the um, Ravens um, on verge breaking a record against the Colts, too? For what? They have um, 46 consecutive games with 100 rushing yards. What happened with the um, Broncos-Ravens game when the Ravens ran that last play? Fangio is being a bitch. Yeah, but isn't that like, aren't they trying to break some kind of record or something with that? Yeah, it'd be an all time record for consecutive games with 100 yards rushing. Yeah, and I think well, that's yeah, going to fucking hit. This, yeah, that's definitely going to hit. I can tell you that, especially oh. against this Colts team. Thanks, man. I, I, think, I think you guys are going to be shocked. I'm taking Colts money line. What? I'm taking Colts money line. I'm serious. I think the Dolphins have a better chance of fucking winning than the Colts do. I'm serious. I think this is my upset of the week. I think the Colts play a primetime game and shock some people. 
I, I think Jonathan Taylor looked very good last week. I, I, I think they're going to establish the run game and kind of give Baltimore a taste of their own medicine. I know you said they're missing big Q, uh, but they'll be leaning on people up front and they'll be able to chip away. Uh, I, I got Colts money line, Corey. If I were you, I'd waddle that ass up into those bleachers and sit your ass down. Uh, Cause I think you're going to be in for a good one. The spreads only seven. It, it doesn't have blowout written on it, but I, I think the Colts could win this game. I'm taking Colts money line in prime time here. Okay. Well, you know, I was shocked when Nico said that last week. I'm even more shocked, obviously, this week. Uh, I'd love to see it. I don't think it's going to happen. So I'm not going to bet the game. Of course, I say that, and I'll probably throw fucking half a unit on Colts money line now that Jock even said it. But don't waste I, your time. I don't know. I don't know. This is this is a tricky game. It's at seven, so I probably would stay away from it now anyway because I do think the Ravens win by seven or ten, something around there. But right now, staying away from it. It is a Monday night game, so I'll see if I could get to that game. And uh, obviously, that would be a lot of fun. So now it is time for our locks of the week. Okay, so for our first lock of the week, I hinted at it earlier in the podcast. We're going to have Rams at Seattle Thursday night game. Right now, Rams are minus two and a half in DraftKings, minus one and a half in FanDuel. The over-under is anywhere from 53 to 55. So this line is going to shift a lot. This, surprisingly, is not Jason's lock of the week, although he had Rams week three, Rams week four. This is my lock, and it might surprise some people. I'm going to take Rams minus two and a half Rams minus anything two and a half under minus two and a half minus one and a half minus one. However far the line goes. I know. I know short week, but coming off a bad loss right now away. Rams are one and oh Seattle is oh and one at, at home. Tyler Lockett's out for Seattle. That means you got the best cornerback in the NFL on DK Metcalf. If the rest of the fucking secondary could just half half do their fucking job. Rams cover this game. Rams win this game. I'm on Rams here, no doubt. Uh, you know, I know some people may look at the Colts played both the Seahawks and the Rams. Seahawks won by, I think, nine points more than the Rams. But I still think the Rams are obviously a better team than the Seahawks. Matt Stafford coming off a loss. He's going to have to make up for some of those, even though they weren't really his fault, just make up for that game. So I'm on Rams here, no doubt. Yeah, Corey, I'm with you. I don't see the Rams losing two in a row. They did ha- They did look like they slept walk during that Cardinals game. I think Sean McVay will get the guys back going up, and I believe the Rams will cover. I think I'm going to do um, – Ra- um, not Robert Woods. I'm Cooper Cup, anytime scorer. I'll definitely put that in Oh yeah, parlay if you guys do um, player props here. I have Rams covering too. Yeah, I mean, Corey, I told you I fucking love the Rams too. They were going to be my lock of the week as well, but – I was not taking them three weeks in a row. I think Matt Stafford, I mean, you guys, I think I heard you say before he didn't play uh, too bad or some of the stuff wasn't his fault on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I disagree. I mean, he he just missed some guys, um, just some poor throws, which isn't, I mean, it happens. Everyone has a bad game. I think they bounce back and redeem themselves. And when I watched um, Seattle play fucking the Titans, the Titans in the second half absolutely whipped their ass up and down the field. I think, 
the Rams have a way better offense than the Titans do. And especially if they're clicking on all cylinders, pissed off, and they need a win because this division is tough and they can't be playing catch up to Arizona. I'll take the Rams, Corey. I'm with you. All right. Jock? Crazy shit happens on Thursday night football. Um, You're going to Seattle. Russell Wilson's been there before, did been there, done that type deal. I'm going with Seattle on the money line here. They're playing at home. That place should be going up on a Thursday night. Give me them a plus oh, one ten and anything up. I'll take I'll take Seattle on the money line at home Thursday night football. I know the Rams are playing playing uh, well right now. But I, I just expect that Seahawks defense to tighten up just a little bit in the second half. I'll get in halftime, make an adjustment, come out and win this game late, late in the fourth quarter. Uh, give me, give me Seattle money line on this one. I like the change there. Um, like I said, I could see Seattle winning here. I know it is a short week for the Rams, so there's always that possibility. It's a short week for everybody. Oh, that's true. Yeah, for Seattle too. What the fuck am I saying? Moving on, our next lock of the week, we have Green Bay at Cincinnati. Uh, right now, Cincinnati's plus three and a half, so Green Bay minus three and a half. Over/under is forty-nine and a half, stagnant across the board. Nico, this one's yours. Uh, tell us what you're taking. What a disrespectful spread! A three <laughs> and a half for this Green Bay team. Green Bay has been looking like the Green Bay last year. There is no way in hell the Bengals could put up points like Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers can. There is just absolutely no way. I'm not the biggest fan of Joe Burrow still. I just – Aaron Rodgers is looking unreal right now. And there, there's this just spreads just unbelievable to me. What, right when I saw it, I was like, dude, how is this even possible that Green Bay is only three-and-a-half-point favorite against the single Cincinnati Bengals team? They barely beat Jacksonville last week. And – I just think Green Bay is going to win by two touchdowns or more. This might get ugly. Nico couldn't agree more. The fucking, I mean, the Packers are on a roll. And, I mean, the Bengals, they really, really started slow. Who the fuck did they start slow? The Jacksonville started very slow. I mean, they're hit or miss. Their defense is a great. Joe Mixon's hurt. I really think that's going to have an impact on the game. I mean, they've been so reliant on the run game because Joe Burrow's coming off the knee injury or whatever. And I just, there's going to be no way they can keep up and attract me with the Packers. Easy pick. Yeah. I think Joe Mixon with that high ankle sprain, uh, talk about a guy who doesn't come off the field. I know injuries have kind of, you know, been a common talking point with him of why, you know, fantasy, fantasy players and owners don't want him on his team. Don't want him on their team. Excuse me. The guy doesn't come off the field, and if he's even limited snaps or on a pitch count or something like that, it, it's going to affect that offense because he is their weapon, kind of their security blanket. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is getting going. You could tell it's clicking. And yep. I agree, Nico. This is this is a a disrespectful spread. They're gonna they're gonna blow him out here. I'd be stupid not to take this spread, um, Green Bay for sure. Although. Cincinnati played very well against the Steelers. They did also play like shit against the Jags. Green Bay's getting it going. Jock, like you said, Aaron Rodgers coming into his old form. I love Green Bay here. Not much more to say. Kiss of death again, but I am comfortable with this one. Our next lock, we have Denver at Pittsburgh. Jason, this is your game. Right now, Pittsburgh is minus one and a half. 
Um, I know you got them earlier, so you actually you got the money line at minus one ten. So it was a pick 'em. For the podcast's sake, we're going to treat them as minus one and a half. I feel like you know if they lose by or if they fucking win by one, I don't know what to tell you. I know you got the money line though, so uh, let's let's go with money line for you. Everybody else minus one and a half. Over under is forty. What are you taking? I mean, I did get a sweep deal on this game. That's why I took it immediately. And I told you, this is not counting towards my record if they do win by a fucking point. I'm just putting the record out there. (laughs) The money line is, it's already, it's changed pretty drastically already. Correct, Corey? I mean, I really did get a nice deal. For sure. Um, The Steelers, they're they're so due. I mean, they fuck it. I mean, they've been playing terrible. But I just think they're so due for a win. And the Broncos, they're going to be missing their starting quarterback. And the Steelers still have a good defense, and they're going to find a way to win this game. That's why I took – I put a good number on this game with the number I got on the money line. I'm going to go – I mean, I do think the Steelers have a chance to win this game. But it's going to be Drew Locke versus Big Ben. And I think the over-under right now is, what, 40? 40, what is it, Corey? Do you know? It's 40. Yep, it's 40. Sorry about that. 40. I'm going to take the under on this. This is a type of game that's going to be boring to watch. Three and out, three and out, three and out, over and over and over again. Yep. Drew Locke is not good. He didn't win the starting job for a reason. He looked horrible last week. Big Ben is 85 years old, could barely walk. He needs a wheelchair to get in the stadium. Loves jerking um, off. Yeah, I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm just going to just take the under on this. I mean, 40 is a scary under to take, but I don't see any of these teams scoring over 20 points. Yeah, um I I got I I said came on this podcast and I said that the Steelers were one of the worst teams in football and they played like it again. And it's true to form. Big Ben sucks. His time has expired. He doesn't belong in the NFL anymore and he's hurting their team. And if I'm Mike Tomlin, I'm thinking about who who I'm going to next year because if he comes back for another year, he's going to hurt that franchise. So I think the Broncos win this game. I, I I'm not I, the Steelers aren't ever going to be due for another win because they play a tough schedule and they suck. That's just a matter. <laughs> that's just a matter of fact. They suck. Big Ben, he can't move and he can't really make accurate passes anymore. Uh, he can't. He, deliver the ball accurately anymore. And you have to be able to move the ball down the field, you know, with, with a great quarterback leading the way. I, I don't care that Drew Locke's the quarterback. I really don't because I, I still think they control the ground game. I think the Broncos control the ground game. They have a nice one-two punch in the backfield. And that Steelers defense is going to be worn out. I, I think it's just going to be worn out. And the Denver defense – is is playing good football too, and they they kind of held their own against against Baltimore last week and somewhat contained that run game. So I'm t- I'm taking Denver here. I'm, I got Denver on the money line. Okay, I like the value in that play. I don't know what I'm going to take. Hey, this is another. I think you one guys are for, you guys are really forgetting how good the Steelers' defense is. The Broncos have no weapons. They're fucking – they scored – who did they play last week? They scored seven points versus the Ravens, and their defense is not nearly as good as the Steelers. That's true. I'm with you, Jay. Fine. Fuck the it. Steelers, Steelers are going to find a win again. 
You're right. You're right. Uh, I think you're giving too much credit to that Steelers defense because you got, you can't rely on your defense to score. I if your defense is out there so long, they might get a turnover too. But Big Ben is just really that terrible. Denver can't score either. Denver they, can't score. He I think seven points. I think they got a better shot than the Steelers. I think they have a better chance to win. I think they're a better football team. They're three and one. What football position team. are they better at? What position are they better at? Quarterback. That's true. Not even Drew Lock. You can't say Drew Lock's better than Big Ben. Come, Come on, on. on, dude. I think Big Ben. Big Ben. Drew Lock's a backup. He's a backup for a reason. Come on. He Big Ben is hurting his case right now. Oh, he's he's bad too. But don't get me wrong. He's he's not good. But he's better than right. fucking Drew Lock. I mean, he's a one and three quarterback right now. Big Ben. He's one and three quarterback. Well, what did we say about the Broncos last week? They played nobody. They beat the Giants. They beat the Jets. And who the fuck else did they beat? Yeah, at least they're winning. And the, like, then they play. Then they play the Ravens, and they get their asses beat. Yep, Ravens gonna, was my. They're going to go to Pittsburgh. Me. They're going to go to Pittsburgh, and they're going to fucking lose again. The Steelers. This Steelers team put up ten points against the Bengals at home, and then put up seventeen points against the Packers on the road. They're not really scoring points. They're they're not scoring points. Denver's not going to have to score that much to win this game. Big Ben's not going to hurt you. He's just not going to hurt you anymore. He's not. He's out of. He's just out of his way. He's hurting that team. He's hurting the franchise. And it's time for people to understand that the Steelers are bottom feeders in this league. I said it again. I said it. I'll say it. Say it again. They suck. They are a terrible football team. The Steelers won't be in contention anytime soon, and they should start looking to draft a quarterback. Well, this is the first time I'm going to say this in this podcast. Jock, you're 100% wrong, and we'll revisit this next week. Wow. Okay. So this is one of those we have to wait on. Jay, you sold me. I think it's also because I wasn't taking into account Pittsburgh is home. I'm going to take Pittsburgh here as well. I think I obviously faded the Broncos last week. That worked out well for me. Ravens was my lock. So this is now two consecutive weeks where Broncos have been on the opposite side of someone's lock, just to put that into perspective. So with that being said, our last game of the week, kind of a weird one here, Jock. This is your lock. We have New Orleans minus one and a half, minus two at Washington. Over-under is 45, 44 and a half. I know what you're taking. It is the first time a lock of the week is not on the spread. Tell us what you got. Yeah, I got the under 45 in this one. I got it at 45, and I like the number. I like the number. I got the under 45 because the Saints offense is still stuck in the mud, and there's still you know, a vice grip on Winston. We haven't really seen him come out of his shell and really start slinging the thing around. It's still stuck in the mud, and they're still running Kamara into the ground. And Tony Jones Jr. It just went down with an injury, and they don't have wide receivers they, they could get get beat downfield with. And, and then they pride themselves on defense. That That's the heart and soul of that team, and they feed off the defense, and they're going to be able to get stops and against Taylor Heineke. I know, I know the Washington Foreskins do have – do have some threats on the outside, but they have Saints playmakers are on defense, and they're they're starting to develop an identity. And they they slipped up in the end of that Giants uh, second half, but they pride themselves on defense. And, and Winston still got the handcuffs on. 
I, I don't see this being a high-scoring game. I see defense prevailing. Not to mention the Saints' offensive line woes. They're just they're bruised and battered up front. And Chase Young has the ability to become a game wrecker. And if that happens, you're going to be seeing the punt team out for the Saints a lot. I, I really do like uh, the Washington foreskins in this one to win the game, but I more like I more like the under on this one. Off- Saints offense still stuck in the mud. Well, Winston's fucking stuck in the mud. Whatever. I mean, Heineke's still on the nipple too. The play calling's terrible. No one's throwing deep bombs. This is a game I'm just not touching again. I, this is another game you rather stub your toe repeatedly than watch it. No one gives a fuck about it. I'm not even gonna put a dollar on it, or let alone flip the TV channel on it. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm already betting the um the under for the Steelers Dolphins. I'm not gonna. I I believe Josh uh, Jock. I trust that he um knows what he's talking about with this Saints team. In this game, but I, I, there is no way I could bet two unders in a single setting. So I'm also going to stay from this game, but I do trust Jock and he knows what he's talking about with this game. So I would tell him here if you're a listener. Yeah, I just, I, I just expect, you know, Taysom Hill has been so predictable and he, he threw a bad, bad interception in last week's game. Taysom Hill? Yeah, he, he he threw an interception. Jesus Christ. Yeah, down the field. It was not good. It kind it kind of changed the course of the game in the perspective of it, but it's it's the Saints, you know, they're hot and cold and and I'm just not expecting that 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 offense to click. I'm not expecting it to click. I'll probably just tell you here just to, just to do it. I'm not really sure about this game. I'm not going to bet Spread either way, I'll probably just tell you. I might throw a small amount on Foreskin's money line just because, you know, I love those value plays. So maybe a half unit on that, but I'll tell you on the under for sure. So that being said, that was our last game of the week. I'm looking forward to this upcoming week. I think there's a lot of value plays out on the board that I'm I'm comfortable and I'm happy with taking. Nico and I are going to look to extend our 2v2s to 3-0. and That would be fucking awesome take a more commanding lead on the season. Corey, I got one thing to add. Go ahead, buddy. Everybody listen, we're fucking 13-3 and three overall picking these games. The locks of the weeks, they're a hot two. Everybody start fucking telling us if you want to make some money. Enough yeah. of the bullshit. Don't no, just no. listen. If you want to make money, fucking tell us. You know, Jay, I, I, I love that. I think you guys, obviously by now, I'm going to say it again. Follow our Twitter. Follow our Instagram. We post little out, out clips of the Zoom, little outtakes, and um, on our Instagram and on Twitter, we give out free picks. And like Jay said, what are we? I think we're sixteen and thirteen and three right now. No, uh, thirteen and six. Thirteen and six. Thirteen and six. We're thirteen and six on, on Twitter right now. I mean that that's an insane, that's an insane number. We're we're almost hitting it. I mean we're hitting over sixty six percent consecutively. That's a lot of profit to be made if you guys just take our locks of the week. So. And we're not picking bullshit games. We're taking some value plays and we're yep, jump sure. on the train. Please follow our Twitter, Instagram. Links are in the description below. We wish you all the best of luck this week. Let us know if you're tailing us and we will talk to you next week. See ya. The Clutch Picks crew is not to be held responsible or liable for a loss of money, injury, or harm.